Welcome to Stargazer Radio. Our featured artist for the evening is the amazing Fixation. We are just waiting for them to join us or for Jonas to join us. I am beyond thrilled and beyond grateful that they can join us tonight. It is absolutely incredible. And for those of you who don't know, hailing from Norway, Fixation effortlessly blend elements of metalcore, stadium rock, post-metal and electronic with heavy melodic synths, all of which combine to create what has been dubbed a roller coaster of melancholic aggression. Add to that their heartfelt lyrics that show a refreshing take on social commentary, you have something incredibly compelling and very, very special. I am beyond thrilled to have them here tonight. So, without further ado, I would like to welcome and please all of you give a amazing Stargazer Society welcome to the wonderful Jonas from Fixation. Hello. And there we have him. <laughs> there <Hello>. he is. <laughs> awesome. Ah, thank you so much for being here. I'm sorry for all of the technical difficulties, but as no we were discussing, as we were trying to set this up, it happens. It happens. It happens. I'm so used to it. I'm... Uh... <laughs> I work in music, so I know uh, the technical difficulties always. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> as I said, this is my very first uh, sort of, I suppose, podcast-style show. So I'm absolutely thrilled that you that you're joining me for the very first one. It's an absolute honor mm -hmm. to have you here. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, as you can see, my chat is going absolutely bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop the music off just for a little bit and we will get to it. So before we get started with the questions, um, tell tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Fixation. Oh, yeah. Well, um, so my name is Jonas. I, um, I'm from Norway and uh, Fixation is a band from Norway. We've been playing for about 11 years actually but it didn't really start to uh, develop uh, properly until 2020 and uh, yeah since 2020 we've released uh, an EP and some singles and uh, releasing our debut album this year and uh, we're also uh, we've been playing a lot of shows around the world uh, that's how I met you in London. Yeah. And it was awesome. And uh, we're going on tour now next week. It's going to be amazing. We're going on tour with uh, Devon Townsend, which is going to be, uh, yeah, just an insane experience. That is uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're g I'm, I am hoping to get to Manchester to see you because that would be absolutely fantastic. Oh, it would be great. Great to meet you again. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and fantastic memory, by the way. That was back in September that we first met, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely remember. <laughs> remember us talking about Twitch and... Gaming. Streaming <laughs> and, uh, and the music as well. Yeah. You've, your music has been an absolute hit with everybody in my community. Um, really? Yeah. Oh. Every single time one of your tracks comes on, everyone's just like, yeah, turn it up. So it's... Um, really and means I, a lot thank you so much well I, I think it's the lyrics as well like lyrically every there is always something that somebody can resonate with with what you play that's awesome. oh that's so awesome i um 
uh, I am the lyricist in the band, so that really means a lot to me. Um, and I'm really absolutely just really focused on writing lyrics that for me and as well for the people listening are going to make sense and are going to make an impact and uh, to hear that it's actually doing that that's amazing it means a lot so one of the first questions i wanted to ask was what was your first experience with music and how did that influence you to pursue a career in music yourself yeah well um so my dad has always played guitar uh it's always like been a part of my growing up uh yeah and he always listened to like pink floyd and deep purple and nice. uh, led zeppelin uh, the doors dark straits so i've like grown up with a lot of this awesome music uh we always had music in the car while driving long distances you know in norway there's a lot of long distances so uh, uh, we always, I remember us having like Eagles and uh, Keen and Coldplay in the car. Very, Very diverse choices. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, both my parents were always into rock music. My my mom was like a punk chick in the 80s. And uh, my dad listened to like uh, 70s rock when he was young, had long hair. So it's always <laughs> been part of, uh, it's always been a part of my uh, growing up. And um, when I was eight, I got a guitar for Christmas. Nice. I actually wanted a drum set, but I got a guitar. <laughs> Did you Which eventually I, get the drum set? <laughs> kind of. Uh, when I was 14, I bought an electric drum set. Nice. But I'm very glad he actually chose the guitar because that's the way I found out uh, I could sing. And... Uh, we moved to Belgium when I was 11. And then uh, I met this uh, amazing uh, music teacher <clears throat> who uh, really inspired me to to uh, work on uh, my so uh, my singing and my vocals. And that's where I like really got into singing. And since then it's been vocals that's been my, my main instrument. So uh, it's like it's always been a part of my growing up, and it's uh, it's been a big part of my uh, my childhood music, and um, yeah, probably since I was eleven, moving to Belgium and starting a band there, um, that's when I like first thought that I'm I'm gonna be a rock star. That's my dream. Nice. So that's uh, always been the goal, and uh, it's it's just been about working as hard as possible to get to that goal. You're absolutely smashing it from what we've seen of you so far. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm really thrilled of uh, all the stuff that's happening with the band. It's uh, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah, I can imagine. Crazy. How would you describe how would you describe your style of music? Oh, it's a it's a difficult one because I think uh, a lot of people um, are really hung up on genre. Mm -hmm. Me me personally, I've never been that interested in genre i've uh i've always listened to a lot of varied music as i like my parents in the car uh for me i've always listened to pop music and rock music and metal and uh, hip-hop and country it's been a, part, a big part of my uh, wow. musical taste uh, so it's hard to like define but uh i know that uh, the record label has defined it as like 
post metalcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. I'm not really sure. I, I I think all the guys in Fixation come from different backgrounds. We all have like a uh, this. Uh, we cross lines where it, when it comes to rock music and metal. But uh, we we bring different stuff from different uh, inspirations that we've gotten from from the different types of music that we listen to, and um, I think that's what makes the fixation sound. Yes. I mean, it's obviously a, a, some huge inspirations are of course Muse, which was like my a huge part of my childhood. Yes, and uh, they're amazing, and um, and Bring Me the Horizon. Of course, in my in my later teenage years, it became a really important band for me. Yeah. And I think Bring the Horizon was like maybe the the meeting point for a lot of us in the band. Yeah. And, um, and then we started listening to more heavy music like Architects, and uh, I think we just we continuously uh, become inspired by new music and uh, music that we discover. I mean, my favorite band probably is The Killers. Which is a whole different thing. Very different uh, but, vibe, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's very different, but uh, it's. I think there's probably some elements of it that's snuck in. Uh, so, I think it's cool that um, even though we have this type of sound, there's a lot of inspiration from something that sounds completely different. Yeah. And I think with the album that we're releasing in uh, in uh, in fall. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty varied album. Full it's gonna be chat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably it's gonna be like a uh, it's gonna be the whole sound is gonna be fixation, but we have this more straight up rock song. We have this more festival jump banger type of song, and we have this uh, ballad. You know, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna I, be a lot of different uh, different inputs, which I, I think is cool. I think it's going to sound absolutely incredible. And you have actually kind of preempted my next question. Oh, yeah? Um, you did. <laughs> it's went straight in there. That was amazing. Um, I was going to ask who your biggest inspirations were and how they influenced your style, but you, you kind of already started answering that. So, Well, I can mention a couple of uh, more bands. That's been really big for me. Um, mentioning the Killers, I also have to mention Kings of Leon, which have been also a huge inspiration for me. Uh, a lot of the music I listen to is like 70s and 80s music. Okay. I listen to a lot of 70s bands, a lot of 80s bands and artists. Um, uh, of course, like the big ones like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple. But uh, the Eagles and uh, uh, and um, Eric Clapton. And, um, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm really inspired by that type of music. I think there's a lot of... Um, uh, feeling in it and there's so much uh, real passion in that music that Absolutely. really inspires me and the lyrics as well um, so yeah but uh, I can also mention a couple of new bands that's been uh, that, that I've been listening to for, for a while now um, uh, or they're not new but for me they're new so like Stray From The Path which is an awesome band and uh I really out. oh they're cool they're like a uh more heavy uh 
Rage Against the Machine type of <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. They're good. And the drummer also has a podcast that is really good. Nice. All right. I'll have to check that out. And uh, I really love this band or this artist called M83, which is very like synth, uh, poppy. Yep. It's really cool. And uh, yeah. So um, and there's a lot of Norwegian artists and bands as well that's been inspiring. Uh, that probably is more known in Norway than outside. Uh, maybe the north uh, of, or the Nordics, but uh, yeah. Probably uh, like Muse and... Oh, I have to mention Radiohead as well. Of course, they, yes. They were such a huge impact on me. Uh, and Metallica were also for a couple of years like the biggest band in my in my uh, my head. Uh, and Metallica also, uh, like, they were the first concert I ever saw. Wow. That yeah. must have been incredible. It was. I was like maybe... 12 i think 12 13 and uh my parents uh brought me to rockwerchter in uh, belgium which is this huge festival in belgium it's like the first time i ever like smelled weed <laughs> and stuff <laughs> going like, to a oh, festival <laughs> everyone was peeing along the fence i was like oh, okay <laughs> where am i <laughs> yep, classic festival vibes right there. <laughs> yeah, like my real first impression of a festival. And um, so Metallica was the main act that night, and that's the reason I was going. I also saw uh, Black Eyed Peas, so technically they were maybe in the first concert. But Metallica was the band that I was going there to see. Yeah, and they were uh, the one that left the impression on you, I'd imagine. Oh, it was it was amazing. It was huge. I was standing maybe like. Uh, like 50 meters from the stage. I was far away from the stage. So this little James Setfield on the stage, but <laughs> it was so cool. It was so cool. So can you talk us through your songwriting process? Oh, yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's very, um, it's very different each time, I think. Um, mostly it's... Uh, ideas just come at random moments in time and uh, it might be lyrics it might be a uh, melody uh, it might be a top line or something it might be a drum beat like for instance the latest single we released called more alive was uh, the drum beat at the start the crazy thing that I don't think any drummer would have written <laughs> typical <laughs> vocalist writing the drums thing <laughs> uh was just yeah i had that idea and then we just ran with it I like it would be cool to start a song with this insane drum thing <laughs> um but uh usually I, I just get these ideas and i use the uh voice uh or what's it called in english the app on my phone to record a voice voice recorder yep and um i have a lot of ideas that are just me walking in the street, just like na 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 na. <laughs> Sounds really just stupid. Just walking along, talking to yourself, like, yeah, this is yeah. fine. <laughs> if I'm really self-conscious, if I'm out in like a big crowd and I have just this idea that I have to get down, I like pretend I'm on the phone, <laughs> just talking. Yeah, so I'm just going to. Hey, do you remember that song that went like? And then I sing the melody in my head. <laughs> that is such a good way of doing it, though. 
Yeah. I love that. It's so awkward to listen to afterwards. <laughs> uh, one of my chat uh, said with regards to the drum opener, uh, do you yeah. mean like the opening drum for a song called Hot for Teacher? Oh, oh shit. I, I remember that song, but I do not remember the intro or the opening. Uh, it might be. <laughs> I'm not sure. Admittedly, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Absolutely, um, I don't need to apologize at all. Yeah. Well, um, no, so, uh, yeah, I usually get some ideas down on my phone and then, or some lyrics on my notes app, and um, I take it from there. Maybe I just take it to one of the other guys in the band and we start working on it, or uh, I just sit for myself and try, try making something out of it. Uh, the new songs that we've been writing now for the next album again has been mostly me it's been one i've been once in the studio with uh our guitarist martin to work on a song but uh i think we're gonna write a lot on the tour actually um because it's been a really busy period since the beginning of uh this year and um yeah uh it's just ha it just hadn't been too much time to go in the studio and start writing so I think when we get a lot of time on the tour, we'll just sit together and just try to figure something out. But I have a lot of ideas going around all the time, and I just try to catch them as they come. <laughs> Busy brain. <laughs> yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I imagine when you're on tour, there is a lot of downtime between venues and between cities that you can just kind of sit and get those yeah. ideas down as well. I can imagine. I mean, we haven't been on a tour uh of this size it's the it's our first time in nightliner uh our tour bus wow. so it's gonna be it's gonna be a new experience for all of us um but i imagine there there will be some downtime mm -hmm. i think it's it's probably gonna drive mostly at night but uh uh when we have the time we'll just yeah we're, we're gonna bring like a, a portable studio to just record any idea we have oh that's incredible that's fantastic. i what does a portable studio encompass? It's really easy. It's uh, just a Mac and uh, a... Um, oh, I'm just blanking on the English words for it. Uh, it's called like a sound uh, card. On your, mm -hmm. Like this. You just ah, plug, your, okay. um, plug the microphone in or a guitar. And uh, yeah, you just record it straight to your Mac. And uh, you wear headphones, and that's basically it. And a microphone, of course. And we have guitars anyways, because we're we're playing. Of course. So, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I didn't even know such a thing existed. That's incredible. Yeah. So, talking about sort of your songwriting process, on a slightly more personal note, which was the yeah. most difficult for you to write? Uh, do you mean difficult in a way that emotionally emotionally dif difficult or or more like uh, it was just difficult to get done both or both <laughs> or both yeah <laughs> i mean emotionally difficult i think maybe we have a song on the album called bleed mm -hmm. which is my personal favorite on the album um it's a song about 
feeling that you're on the way out of some dark place. Uh, but you're not sure if you're able to to grab the chance to get out of that that place. You're not sure you even want to, you know. Um, and and I I wrote it like in a period in my life that was um, um, a more difficult period. But we finished it in a in a period of my life that was really good. Uh, so it's a really weird contrast, but it was also the first song that I've written myself that's been um, like helpful for me to get through like bad days. Yeah, and it's been like w one of the few songs that we've written that has actually given me goosebumps because the lyrics mean so much to me. And when I think of the lyrics, when I hear them, I just, I can picture and set myself in that situation each time. So I guess since since we finished it in a period that was better uh, than the one that was the like the the reason for writing that song, it, it, it was a bit difficult to put yourself in the same headspace. But I think the the um, the result we got was was perfect for what it, what it needed to be. That's incredible. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you're out of that space now as well. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I I think that might be a song that uh, I I know I'd probably be able to resonate with quite strongly, and I I think a fair few people in the chat will as well. So um, definitely be looking for that so. one. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I mean the the if if anyone ever like feels a connection with the lyrics that i've written i mean if one person does it and it means something to them that's amazing to me that's uh, incredible mind-blowing yeah it really means a lot um so i mean that was obviously one that was quite difficult for you on a very personal sort of emotional level what about sort yep. of from a technical point of view what was the hardest song to kind of put together um well, I'm trying to think. I think maybe uh, I have maybe two examples of that. We have a song called Flat Earth. <laughs> really good title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, it was just we, we had this chorus that we thought was really, like, really strong. We thought for a long time this is gonna this is gonna be like a single. It's we have the chorus, but it was so difficult working your way from that chorus to the other parts of the song. Yeah. So uh, getting the verse, we had so many different verses on that song. Getting the pre-chorus, uh, we had this whole different uh, rhythm for the pre-chorus in the vocals, and we had to re like completely change it to make it fit. And then to make it fit, we had to also add some uh, like choir in the in the gaps to like make it fit. That one was it took such a long time, and it has so many different parts. Uh, but I, I think I think we ended up with like the best result it could be. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, the same for a song called Dystopia, which is the end, end track for the whole album. Uh, it was a song that I I think I had begun writing like really long time ago i think i i began writing it before 
our first EP, Global Suicide, mm-hmm. maybe in 20, 2018. And uh, I think we always thought it might be on the first EP, but we had the song What We Have Done, which we thought was like a really good or strong finisher on the uh, on the EP. Agreed. So, <laughs> uh, and dystopia is kind of in the same realm. Uh, it's the it's like it has to be like the last song in the album. I feel, I and uh, so we waited, and it, it it had so many different parts. I think it was seven minutes at one point with so many different parts, um, that were all like scrambled together, uh, but all the parts were there at some point. But we just had to like uh, make the the pieces of the puzzle fit uh and uh i think we uh i think at some point when when all of us sat together tried to like rearrange it it ended up being like a really strong like crescendo uh from start to finish it starts like really soft and then ends with this big thing and it, it's in it, it goes through the, all these emotions during the song i think we ended up with like a really good a really good uh, form for the whole thing uh, which I'm really proud of I think it's a really good uh, song uh, also one of my personal favorites on the album and I think it's a really strong strong finisher um, I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing how people react to it amazing is it still seven minutes long <laughs> no I think we ended up with like five minutes something five and a half minutes maybe <laughs> We had to cut to get some parts, or maybe just shorten some parts. <laughs> <laughs> so, while you're writing and and putting all of these tracks together, you must stumble into creative blocks occasionally. Oh. How do you overcome these? Oh, uh, there are. Uh, I mean, they're there all the time. I feel. I feel. It's just. I feel like it's pure uh like luck or it's random when it just suddenly clicks like for instance i think last week i just got this burst of creativity and i finished like the whole uh skeleton for like four songs in one and a half hours and that that never happens to me (laughs) but it just happened yeah and i just i just i i know i'm I'm getting this uh, energy of the creativity right now, so I just have to like work with it. Just try to like uh, uh, use it as uh, as well as I can while it's here, because I'm, I'm I know it's gonna fade out at some point. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm always uh, I'm always worried that when I finish a song, I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to write another one? <laughs> Where do I even start? I know I'm. I want to do all this stuff. I think creative block is on the lyrics, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always been really interested in like um, um, uh, like concept records. For instance, yes. like uh, the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Yeah. It's been a big part for a big part of my. That's also a band I have to mention. Forgot earlier, My Chemical Romance. Such a huge band for me. And uh, people in my chat actually as well. Oh really? Uh, I, I absolutely love that band to death. It's uh, it's been a huge inspiration. It continues to be a huge inspiration for the new music I'm writing. 
um it's yeah i think gerard way is probably like the biggest inspiration for me songwriting it's it's uh it's so smart and it's so good i love it so i actually i wrote my bachelor's degree on concept uh, records or conceptual music so for me uh uh i really want to write like a concept record for this next one so i've begun like uh, fiddling with thoughts of uh what can the concept be how can i make it more conceptual uh, than the initial thought how can i make it more interesting than just it's this how can i like uh, add layers to the story and um yeah i think i think for me it also having a conceptual record is it's easier to get the um, the visuals for it and the artwork and the music videos and the stage outfits and everything and um so i think my my creative block is mostly uh, centered around lyrics and trying to figure out how can i write uh, lyrics that are both a story but also creative and smart and also that uh is honest and yeah. touches someone in some way you know so uh i think that's where i like stagger the most so but i'm you overcome uh, those um uh, at, at this moment it's just trying to read and uh watch like documentaries of the stuff i'm interested in uh or uh, that i write about try to educate myself on the stuff i'm writing about to get uh, some sort of inspiration from that um i listen to a lot of podcasts sometimes i'm just zoning out listening to this podcast and i hear this sentence that like oh shit that that's awesome that really that's really inspiring how can i how can i take this sentence that uh, that's so inspiring and uh, let this inspiring inspire something I can write, you know. Yeah. So yeah, just getting some uh, input from other uh, creative sources. That's a really good way of looking at it as well, and especially sort of from the education, educating yourself point of view. Yeah. Um, I think it's I... A, yeah, I just think it's uh, for us. I mean, we're uh, the album we've been writing now is really, I mean, political and social criticism. I think it's it's important to know that what you're saying is ju not just anger and uh, and emotions that are like bubbling to the surface. It's also I'm I feel this way because I've been reading a lot about it and I've been educating myself about it. And if I don't know anything about it, I just don't want to write about it, you know. And I think that's something that a lot of people should take to heart as well. Yeah. If you if you don't know enough about a subject, educate yourself on it, however yeah. you can, however yeah. it's comfortable for you. Definitely, and I feel like if you if you don't know anything about the subject, and if you're uh, asked about a subject, just say I do not know enough about this to to voice uh, to say anything about it. Because yeah, I I don't I don't want to say the something just because I feel like I have to. Absolutely. And I, I think there are so, so many people that should take that advice. <laughs> oh, my 
I agree. I think there's, I can't remember who the quote is, and maybe somebody in my chat can help me out with this. Um, and it goes something along the lines of, um, it is better to stay silent and be thought a fool than to speak and confirm it. Something along those lines. Right. And I think yeah. that's something that, um, I think that's something that a lot of people should kind of take on board sometimes and just I agree. <laughs> educate themselves. <laughs> I definitely agree. Um, actually, uh, Where Shepherd by Night uh, was asking in relation to the upcoming album uh, where you were talking about Dystopia, the last track. Uh, yeah. He asked a very, very cheeky question, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to ask. Um, he asked if we would get to hear it on stream at any point. Ooh. Uh, that's a cheeky question. <laughs> <laughs> that is my chat. <laughs> uh, I think, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to. That's absolutely uh, fair. I don't. I don't have the power. I don't. I think <laughs> it's um, it's in the hands of the record label, and I think we're gonna we're gonna keep it uh, keep it uh, hidden until it's released. I think. Absolutely fair. But I can say that it's not that long until we're releasing a new song. We'll be announcing it soon. Ah, oh, fantastic. I can't That's also that really cool. It's probably one of the more heavy ones on the album. But it's also really like uh, grandiose and melodic, as most of our music is. Love uh, I think it's a really cool track. And we've been, uh, we were just in uh, Latvia of all places to record a music video which was a really cool experience so uh, i'm really looking forward to sharing that track because i think it's a it's a it's a cool one it's a different one but it's cool i can't wait to hear it cannot wait and it's so much fun to play live we're playing it on this tour and it's so much fun well now i have to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got this uh we just got the new merch yesterday that's inspired by the new song, and I have it on me right now. We have this hoodie. Oh, that is fantastic. And I love it. I'm in love with it. That artwork it. is really amazing. I am yeah. actually, I am repping, repping I the saw band. It. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> and we also have uh, one for uh, the claustrophobic song, a t-shirt that uh, we got yesterday. Oh, that is... Epic. That we got is this, absolutely uh, epic. A two artists actually to um to make it. Uh, she, I mean, she just made it in like a couple of days, and it was so easy to work with, and yeah, we we're so happy with the results. It's it best. Uh, I think it's fantastic. best with like. It looks absolutely fantastic. My chat are going bonkers over that much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Her uh, her uh, Instagram handle is. Woe is Mel. I'm so instead of woe, woe, woe is me, it's Woe is Mel. Her name is woe Mel. Is Mel on Instagram? I'm actually going to pop that into my chat right now for everybody. That is the artist for Fixation's new merch. She's amazing. I would definitely be going to go and check her art out because I love following artists. Cool. Um, she makes a lot of good merch. Ah, love that. I have to ask, and this has actually come up a couple of times. Um, sort of in the discord server people were wondering what is the story yeah. behind the band's name fixation where did that come oh, from yeah. it's a funny story actually because uh our, our first name was uh really like cheesy it was fading colors 
<laughs> I mean, we started the band when we were like uh, 15, 16. Mm -hmm. And the fading colors sounded so cool at the time. <laughs> and then we figured out there was another band called Fading Colors. So we had to change it. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what we did is uh, I was inspired by Muse, actually. Because mm -hmm. I read in an interview somewhere that uh, Muse chose their name because uh, they wanted a small name so it could be bigger on festival posters. So they wanted to be one word so that it could be huge on festival posters. And I thought, that's a really good idea. Yep. <laughs> They're like, how can I find one word that's cool <laughs> for a band? <laughs> and that's not taken. And, uh, like, all the words are taken for band names, I feel like. Yeah. And uh, I was just lucky because I was reading through a lot of lyrics from bands I love. Mm -hmm. And then, again, it was a Muse song that I read through the lyrics. And it's Time is Running Out by Muse. They say fixation. Fantastic song as well. Yeah, amazing song. And uh, I just saw it and I thought, that looks so cool. Um, and it's a it's a cool I think definition behind the word is cool. It'll work, but I think I think mostly I think like it's an X in the it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then later, actually, like ironically, because uh, the song claustrophobic that we've released is about my uh, my struggles with uh, obsessive compulsive disorder that I was diagnosed with. And I mean, like the premise of having obsessive compulsive disorder is being fixated on stuff. So I thought it was a really good, like, it all made sense, like 10 years it. later. <laughs> it all makes sense. So uh, I thought that was cool. I love that. That is, um, and I, I love that you've kind of taken that, that a lot of people do struggle with and you've kind of turned it into this this passion yeah i mean and i think that's me, for me it was a struggle for many years and uh but i you know i i went to therapy and i got help for it to overcome uh, the, the the struggles around it at least yeah. i mean it's always like a part of who you are i feel yeah. uh, but i think in it, it's a part of me in a real a lot of good ways as well uh, so all the th all the stuff that was like uh, uh, ruining my days and weighing me down, that's the stuff I learned to deal with, and all the stuff that are positive from from having it, they're just still a part of me. And um, yeah, I think it's nice to have it. Uh, yeah, and it it doesn't affect me in a bad way anymore. It's been a it's been a while since I've been dealing with the struggles of it, so I'm really happy That's with that. That's fantastic to hear. That is fantastic to hear. Um, if you could give aspiring musicians any kind of advice at all, what would it be? I mean, we're aspiring musicians as well. Uh, for us, it's just beginning, I feel. Um, and it takes time. It's, I mean, we've been doing this uh, band for 11 years, but, you know, we started in uh, what you call high school, I guess. Mm -hmm. And um, 
uh, it's always been like a goal to get get it to somewhere that's huge uh, but it's it's taken a lot of time and I think at some point we were like is this gonna work uh, maybe we'll just try something else uh, but then suddenly when we started thinking that we 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 were like okay but we have to release these songs I think they're awesome we have to try to get them out somehow and then we released uh, our first single Neurosis and uh, suddenly we it just took off for some reason just got a lot of streams <laughs> yeah we weren't expecting it at all because we were at like a point where we're like yeah we just we we have to release these songs because we have them and they're cool uh but we have we hadn't been working that that well for like a couple of years so we thought maybe we'll just release the songs and uh, and see how it goes yeah and then uh, and then we started working with uh in the recordings which is our uh, record label who are amazing people they're like family to us they are uh backing us in everything we do uh, they're so easy to talk to and so easy to uh to like ask if there's anything you need to ask about so i think one of the one of the like advice uh one advice i have is don't be afraid to to work with other people to to get your music somewhere because uh, having that support and having people that are passionate about your music also that are outside of the band that see it from another point of view it's so rewarding because uh, when you're in it I mean you're you're totally uh, colored by by the the passion for for the songs that you've written and when you have people from the outside looking in and uh and people that uh that know what they're doing it's it's just uh we're so lucky that we have those people in our life they they're the ones who have gotten or pushed us in that direction and gotten us where we are now and we're still we're still working towards the goal i mean we're we're never gonna stop working towards a goal i don't think i don't think any band or musician ever stop working towards a goal never write your best song you always struggle to to get your best song you know i think that's beautiful because i think the moment you feel like okay i've done what i need to do that's when you've given up you know yeah you always have to work towards being the best version of yourself or being or making the best music you can make or you know so uh i think that's my advice to don't give up on it you're always gonna if you work hard enough and you if you if you continue doing it it's gonna pay off in some some way i think that's fantastic advice for anybody i think not just mm. not just musicians but anybody for any walk of mm. life just yeah if you've got I mean, that dream it, it to every, every aspect of life i think yeah actually as somebody yeah. in my chat just said mk agreed wake up every day try and be better yeah even always. in just some small way every day yeah. try and do something that's that's bettering your life and the life of people around you as well i think that's important too definitely especially people in your life yes absolutely yeah. so 
which bands or artists do you have on repeat at the moment? Oh, um, at the moment, I've been like, because, you know, uh, when you're in the process of making music, um, you get into this uh, zone where you just you just continuously listen to the demos you're working on, which isn't good at all, because you get so tired of those songs. I mean, the album that we're releasing now, I mean, I've, I've listened to it so many times. <laughs> uh, but... Um, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some bands that I've been listening to is um, there's this Norwegian artist called Bendik. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a pretty Norwegian name, I guess. Uh, it's a girl, but she has a, a or it's a male name uh, usually um, for the band. But it's just her as a as a solo artist, and she's amazing. It's more pop. But some of her earlier records are more rocky, really cool. Okay. And it was a big inspiration for me when I was uh, a bit younger, and I just like rediscovered those albums. And I think they're so amazing. They're so smart and well written. Yeah, I've been listening a lot to that. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, M83, uh, he released a new uh, or he released half of his new album which was just mind-blowing to me. The The songs were so good. Uh, it's just this, if you like like synth, uh, rock, pop music, it's gonna blow your mind. It's amazing. I'll definitely have to give that a listen to. Oh yeah, it's, I uh, I was just, yeah. I trust, transcended to another world when I listened to that. Ah, oh, I uh, love music that does that. Oh yeah, that that's the album for you, I think, then. That was the album for me, at least. And um, and I've been listening to uh, for like the inspiration for our new music with Fixation. Mm-hmm. I've actually been listening a lot to like film scores and like uh, TV series scores. Ah, oh, amazing! Like uh, Dune, new Dune movie. I have um, yet to see that actually. It's amazing, but the soundtrack, especially, is so well written. It's Hans Zimmer, of course. I mean, he's it's so good yes. and just the sounds he uses the the instruments he chooses it's it's so inspiring i think and um there's this tv series called um hunters which was yeah. first of all an amazing series but the soundtrack as well i think was really really good so i've been in, really inspired by that for the for like Trying to make like the soundscape for the for the next songs for fixation. Oh, that's uh, fantastic! And I think we're also I think, I mean, we'll we're yet to see how it will turn out, but we're uh, I think we're trying to make music that is more. Uh, we're, we want we want to try new things, but we also want to make something that's more heavy than we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been listening a lot to the there's a hell believe me i've seen it record by bring me horizon yes i know that. which i think is an amazing record as well uh, i think we were more inspired by like that's the spirit and sepaternal for the previous songs but i've just been listening a lot to that record lately and it's just so much heavy energy in it that's yeah. so amazing like punch to the gut uh so i've been really inspired by that that as well and uh yeah so uh, 
I think that's uh, that's what I've been listening to lately. But you know, it's I've been a little tired of music just because I've been listening <laughs> a lot to, to, to my own stuff, which is so stupid. So there's been a lot of podcasts. What podcast do you recommend? Uh, I recommend. Uh, I've been I, right now. I'm listening to the Rick Rubin podcast. Uh, I have to double check what it's called. I think it's called Dissect. Uh, if I'm not... no broken broken record, it's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, I recommend Daniel P. Carter's um, uh, podcast, which is called Swim. Someone who isn't me. And uh, Craig Reynolds' podcast, The Downbeat, also really good. All music podcasts. That's the only <laughs> thing I've been listening to so far. Excellent. And I, yeah. I imagine when you're in the thick of of creating your own album and you have to be listening to it constantly, do you get that kind of fatigue from it as well, where you're just like, I just need to step away from this just for like five minutes yeah. and just breathe something that isn't this album for a bit? So much, yeah. I've been so tired of that record for such a long time. (laughs) (laughs) How do you counter that though? Because I mean, obviously you have to keep, you have to keep going back to it. Yeah. I mean, um, when it's released, I usually don't listen to it for like, I I listen to it the first day, Mm -hmm. see how it sounds on the DSPs like Spotify and Apple Music. And then I like, don't listen to it for a couple of months, maybe, <laughs> maybe a year even. Wow. Uh, yeah, but I've, I, I mean, and we play the songs live as well. I think, for me, the live energy of the song is something completely different to the yeah. to the recorded version. So I mean, every time we practice, every time we play live, I listen to it again. Yeah. So I don't have the need to listen to it again uh, on Spotify. But when I'm working with it, when it's not done. I'm, I'm always like listening to it to try to like figure out what are the final details we can add. Uh, how can we get this to the final version? And now that we have the final version of the whole album, I just want to listen to the whole album just to make sure that the whole album in itself is like okay, it's good. It's uh, I'm 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 comfortable with putting this out in the world. Yeah. Um, but I haven't I haven't listened to it for for a while now, actually, <laughs> just to get some just some time because i think then when when some time has passed it'll be more uh more satisfying or more surprising to hear again yeah and we're, and we're gonna play them live anyway so yeah i'll hear them <laughs> you know so new album coming out yep tour starting not too distant future aside from next that week. next week yeah Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what insane. else does the future hold for you? Um, well, uh, we have a, another tour that I I'm not, I can't announce it yet, but there's another tour later in the year. Amazing. And um, I mean, we're playing uh, we're playing Download Festival in June, which I mean, it's mind blowing to me that we're even on that poster. That's a huge thing. I think it's probably going to be one of the biggest things we've done so far. Um, so many amazing artists and bands that are playing. I can announce it. He announces. He announces. <laughs> <laughs> I announced it, but I can't say what. Yeah, I see. 
There's a loophole there. <laughs> There's a loophole. It will happen, but yeah. But you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm probably gonna get my ass kicked by. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody but, heard that. <laughs> yeah. I'll edit. I'll edit that out. It's fine. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, I think download is going to to be just an unreal experience. I I can't Im even imagine at this moment that we're actually playing there. So that'll be like uh, closer to it. I think I'm gonna start realizing that it's happening. And uh, yeah, so we're. I think uh, mostly it'll be live, and we're releasing the album this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll be quite busy this year, and um, we have a couple of shows in between the tours as well. Um, and uh, next year, I think it's going to be a lot of live as well, and we're continuously writing new music. I'm not sure when that will be done. Uh, I think we're going to start recording that next year. Again, so yeah, we'll see see how it turns out. I'm not sure about the the complete timeline, but this year is pretty pretty packed at the moment. So you got a lot awesome. going on. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. It's uh, it's been the most. I mean, it's February and it's been the most busy year I've had in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's awesome. only going to get busier from here. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, which day is it? You know that you're playing download. Uh, it's the the actually announced it today, so that's uh, I can say that uh, we're playing the Friday. I think it's the ninth. Amazing. Uh, we're playing the same day as Bring Me the Horizon and Architects, actually. Nice. The ninth. <laughs> which is awful. It's, that's cool in itself. Um, so the ninth, the ninth of June. So you are anyone in the UK or the or the surrounding area? If you're around and you like a lot of amazing, amazing music, download is going to be where these guys are at. Um, yeah. I do, if totally you have amazing. time, I do have a couple of questions from chat. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Weasel Falcon says, when you're not busy, what do you like to do with your downtime? If you oh, have that's any. A good question. <laughs> yeah, if I have downtime, I mean, uh, you, I, I like the downtime time I've been having for this past couple of weeks. It's been just uh, working on fixation stuff, uh, and that's not even downtime. Uh, I mean, uh, I think mostly the downtime I get is grabbing a couple of beers with friends in the weekends. Yeah, yeah, and uh, other than that, I don't do much else. At the time being, it's it's been a lot. Sleep, uh, <laughs> sleep. If if I have time, <laughs> <laughs> if I have time, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got a lot of sleep this uh, this night, so that's good. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chris from Canada asks, if you could start over, is there something that you would do differently? with your oh. music no I don't think so I love that I'm so happy we're uh, with where I am right now mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be here if not the choices I made um, so I'm happy with it I don't think I would start over 
in any way. Okay. Um, I mean, there are, of course, I think everyone has regrets in their lives. But I think also, if you're at a point in your life where you're happy with who you are and where you're at, those regrets that you have were a part of that, getting you to where you are. So I'm happy. I I think that's a fantastic outlook. And I think that's one that, I mean, I'm personally, I'm striving to get to that point as well. And I think that's where yeah. a lot of people want to be with their lives. Just, I mean, uh, it's, I, I can say this now because I think half a year ago, I wasn't at that place in my life at all. Uh, and uh, I was in a much worse uh, mental state and it took took a lot of um, working on myself to get out of it and get to where I am to get to the point where I can actually feel like that is my outlook yeah. on life and uh, it's been yeah it's been since since May last year it's been amazing it's been good I feel like I've been able to take take that control over my life and take that outlook in life uh yeah so everyone i mean uh if you're striving to get there i think you'll get there absolutely just well, keep taking it day by day yeah i know i was striving as well to get there so and the Broke Coder asks do you believe that new artists should focus mainly on creating their own sound or focus on doing right by the sound of the musicians who have influenced them? Definitely focus mainly on creating their own sound. Uh, I, don't, I don't, for me, I don't think that doing right by the like music that influenced you. I think uh, there's a lot of people that feel like uh, this type of music should be this way or this type of music should be this way. But I'm, I don't think that will ever be progress in music. I don't think new artists uh, will be able to 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 get the career that they're wanting if they if they stay in the same lane the whole time. Yeah. I think if you focus on getting your own personality in the music, that's when you that's when you uh, like uh, that that's that's when people uh, feel the th that it's real, you know. Yeah. Um, if you if you make something that uh, because you feel like it has to be something, then the real uh, passion that you put into it is not uh, visible. I think. Yeah. For me, I've always been just. I always just want to make the music I like, and I want to be. I want to listen to my own music and like it you know i want to be able yes. to make music that i can sit in the car or on a train or in my bedroom and just listen to and just think oh this is cool music and i, I did made that it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i did that yeah so you've, you've got to have that pride in what you're doing as well yeah definitely i think uh yeah don't be too focused on trying to please anybody else but yourself in the first place i think it'll shine through and i think uh, yeah if you if you make music that you're that you're proud of and that you feel like is true to yourself people will notice and people will like it absolutely absolutely and i i think that's true for 
any kind of artist as well yeah make make the art that speaks to you definitely definitely all right chat does anyone else have any questions for jonas before i let this lovely man go and get some well-deserved rest (laughs) (laughs) i will just wait for them to catch up yeah no worries i've been having a lot of fun so ah me too this has been an amazing experience bless you oh shade says thank you so much for coming and talking to us and i can only echo that like thank you so much it's as as i said for a a first time a first time doing this i could not have asked for a better guest so thank you so very very much for being here i very much appreciate it i'm really honored i'm uh i'm sorry my uh my english is a bit shaky today (laughs) so i hope that doesn't nothing to apologize for at all we understood you all we understood you perfectly so you're absolutely fine and i'm very sorry for the tech issues i had to start with oh yeah no worries i'm like i said i i'm used to (laughs) in there many times um everyone in the chat is just thanking you so much for being here uh mk says your english was great so (laughs) absolutely nothing to worry about it absolutely nothing to worry about at all um i I thank think you. that is, I think that's probably it. So thank awesome. you again so, so much for being here. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Um, it's It's been an absolute pleasure, an absolute honor. Um, cannot Amazing. wait, cannot wait to see you guys live again. Cannot wait to hear the new single, the new album. We will all be cheering you on <laughs> very, very <Gosh>. loudly. <laughs> it, it means the world to me and to us. We uh, we are really appreciated. Thank you so much, and I, I look forward to seeing you live as well. You know, <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> yes, I will be. Yeah. The tiny tiny girl bouncing around as close to the front row as I can get. <laughs> yeah. If you come to the Manchester show, we have to we have to catch up after the show. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I will. Um, I'll let you know if I manage to get tickets. Amazing. Amazing. All right. I will let you go. Thank you so very much for being here stargazers jonas from fixation everybody thank you so very much thank you all right take care and i will speak to you very very soon awesome bye Bye. thank you all very very much for being here i very much appreciate you all and i will see you for the next episode of stargazer radio and that will be with our fenris shoots and that will be next week sometime. I will let you all know when. And I will see you all next time. Please take care. Bye for now. <laughs>